0: Hello again, everybody. I'm Ed Kratz with my co-host John McMullen here. We are with the Philadelphia Eagles Insiders podcast with Fans First Sports Network. And we are joined today by the grizzled veteran sports writer from the Delaware County Times. We're honored and privileged to have him here today. And that would be one. Mr. Bob Groats. Bob, thank you for joining Great us. Great
1: to be here with you guys, man. I, I love being grizzled too. <laughs> grizzled. The <laughs> Dean. I call him the Dean <laughs> of the Eagles. Of grizzled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you do look very grizzled today. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I took a long time going, to get the, ready. Yeah, yeah, you
0: got the you got the goatee in progress uh, man, for the I season. Can, I can tell my hard work has
2: paid off. Well it's only yeah. ninety-six today. I think we're all a little grizzled. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. yeah, ninety six it was a hot one here. We are right now, we are at the Novacare complex. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, really the Eagles' first full day of preparing to open the season against the New England Patriots uh, on Sunday at 425 on CBS. And uh, I think we'll all be there, right? As far as we know, we, we should be there. As far as we know. As far mm-hmm. as we know, yeah. But uh, if we survive this heat today. Uh, and so Bob and I were at practice. John was in the locker room with us as well. Bob, what, what were your, uh, what did you see out there at practice today? Anything that uh, jumps out at you?
1: Yeah yeah uh, there were a bunch of things that jumped out at me uh, what I can talk about is yeah the uh, special teams yeah I mean they, they, you, we saw Aaron Sipas out there and there's been some speculation that uh, you know the Eagles are kind of lukewarm when it comes to him they cut him at the uh, for the 53 man. When they formulated the fifty-three man roster, let me get this Grizzle out of here. Yeah, <laughs> they cut him then, and then they brought him back on the practice squad, and they also worked out some other punters. So, yeah. four but he, of them, yeah, by the way. right, four punters. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you get the idea when they do that that, you know, maybe, you know, you they're not real happy with you, or you're you're very replaceable. Maybe that's the best way of putting it. But he was out there holding for um, Jake Elliott, and yep. um, so I mean, we can pretty much assume that that. That's what's going to happen. They're going to elevate him to the the fifty-three man roster, and uh, and I think that's going to be um, you know I, I, I don't like what they've done on special teams. To be honest with you guys, no, I I don't know what I, they have done. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what they have done. I yeah. don't. I, I think that's a step back. I mean, I, I what kind of message does that send to your punter holder when you cut him and you you're going to bring him back? What you think? You bring them back three times? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah,
0: each player is allowed three elevations before yeah. you either have to cut them loose or add them to the fifty-three, yeah. and you can only elevate two players for each game. And those moves are typically done Saturday if it's a Sunday game. So you know, Sipos will, I would say, definitely be one of the elevations. Yeah. At what this does that point.
1: say about special teams, though? If We're that's all, the way you're going to deal with good. a position that important, so. right? And they
0: weren't very good in special teams last year, as we all know. But uh, they and if I can interrupt, in fairness,
1: not in fairness. This, but I, there, there's got to be somebody saying, "Hey, we go for it on fourth down anyway." What do we need a punter for?
2: Well, that's true, but they do need a punter, and you know, they—it's more. I think it's more of a roster-building strategy, and, and they're going to elevate Aaron Seipas on week four, as you mentioned. And they did the same thing with Burton Cubby last year. Yeah, uh, he did I had not start. That. Yeah. yeah, he did uh, not start on the 53. Ultimately, played the first three games as ele- an elevation before they moved him on the roster. I think they're going to do the same thing with Aaron Cipas this time, and they got to keep another player, whether that's Eli Ricks or Grant Calcaterra as a fourth tight end, and they didn't have to put them on waivers and risk losing them. So I think it's nice strategy from Howie Roseman. But, you know, in hindsight, the Eagles were very upfront saying, because the band base wanted to move on from Aaron Sipos, and they were like, whoa, 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 we like him. He'll probably be
1: back. Yeah, they uh, like him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't cut somebody you like, no, right?
2: but they don't they don't dislike him. It's more of, look, if they could have bound a, a big upgrade, sure, they're going to take it. But they worked out four punters. Pat O'Donnell, one of them, that's a veteran guy. guys punted for eight years in this league, and they said, eh, we'll stick with Sipos. So they must like him a little
0: bit, at least. I think holding has a big hand in it as well and that's you know no pun intended no pun yeah jake elliott is comfortable and you know you talk about special teams and how bad it is i mean jake elliott's one of the best you know yeah. kickers in the league but you and he's know comfortable with that holder that's right. part of it exactly you don't want to get into a kicker's head it's not a pretty sight in a lot a yeah. lot of those kicker's heads but you know talk about Covey and the punt return game i mean he's like i said you get two practice squad elevations uh, i mean who's going to return punts right now on the depth chart it's listed as a uh, great uh, uh, yep, the great and powerful oz as i like to call him oz uh, he didn't he's really listed. impress me, by the way, in the preseason. No, and Quez it, it's hard the, to tell. Quez Watkins is the second uh, guy there listed. But could they potentially call up Covey, do you think, to return punts? Yeah, I think,
1: one? I think that's a possibility. But I, here's another guy, too, Devontae Smith. Now, people think I'm on crack to think to say that, you know, they would put him out there. But he's been taken. – he's been fielding punts, or he was throughout uh, training camp. So uh
2: Yeah, he does it every day. Yeah, he, he returned a couple punts last year. They'll they'll do it with Devontae in a high le- If they need a big punt return late in the game, they'll do it with Devontae. I don't think they put him out there. You did that at Alabama a yeah. bit, right? Yeah and um
1: and he, he's got great probably the best hands on the team, right?
0: Uh, yeah probably probably. But so you guys are saying no to the Covey elevation probably here and you're gonna go with what they have up because and I'm For with the you first if week. that's what you're saying because yeah. I think that they probably, I mean, if I had to guess, I think Nick Morrow, a linebacker, gets elevated. And I asked Sean Desai that today, the defense coordinator at the press conference. Like, it seems a little low to just have three linebackers. What happens if yeah. somebody gets hurt in game? What if Nicobe Dean twists his ankle? Who who are you running out there? Yeah. Uh, so, to me, Nick Morrow, who they brought back, they signed him in the offseason as a free agent, cut him, brought him back to the practice squad. I think he would probably be my top candidate uh, to be that second practice squad elevation for the game?
2: Um you know it's gonna to be tough because Britain Cubby because you you do have to waste one of them on sepas So you can't do both, right? I right. think if it were Moro and Covey and you had a punter on the 53, I think maybe. But no, they can't afford to do it. So I think they'll make do with Alameda Zacchaeus. Maybe if they need a big punt return, um yeah Devontae Smith but only in that type of situation. And by the way, guys, New England has the best pump returner in football. If nobody knows, that's Marcus Jones. He was an All-Pro last year, had an 84-yard pump return to beat the Jets late in the game, one week. And the wow. Eagles don't have people that can cover.
0: Yeah,
1: that's going to be a problem. I think yeah. you're right. I, I don't. You know, there've been a lot of turnover, and you've had some injuries too. Zach McPherson, uh, yeah, Sean got, Bradley. It, Kayvon Wallace got claimed. He played
2: a big role in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, any, uh, I think a team source told you a little something yes. about who's going to uh, be covering?
2: The Gunners are set to be Josh Job, which is interesting because he left practice. You guys were there. Evidently, he, he was in the medical tent for a little bit. And, and practice is only open for 15 minutes. So that was early in the session. Now, I did see Josh afterwards coming out of the weight room. He seems fine. But he's going to be one of the gunners. That's not a surprise because he did it last year. The other one is going to be Sidney Brown, which tells me two things. One, he's not starting at safety, uh, and it's going to be Terrell Edmonds or Justin Evans, uh, but they're trying to use his athleticism uh, on on that coverage unit, and we'll see how it works out. The backups listed are uh, Olamide Zacchaeus um, and Kalei Ringo. So those are going to be your group of gunners um, um, at New England against maybe the best punt returner in football. Yeah, and two yeah. so of them are rookies, right? Ringo yeah. and,
0: and uh, Brown, both rookies. So a big test coming out of the gate. excellent points, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, we know that uh, Sipas will be the punter. And it looks like we also know that Nolan Smith will probably play, right? Yeah. Bob, you asked him yeah. a question in the locker room. Uh, it was an innocent
1: question, too. Yeah, have you been cleared? Are you, are you going to play this Sunday? and uh wow well, i i can't remember what the response was oh yeah. i can yeah, okay yeah,
0: yeah yeah does a bear poop in the woods yeah uh he it didn't does. use the word poop, the bear but does yeah. i i uh, guess it does well, yeah. so I, I think guess it a does yes. yeah. but yeah
1: i don't know if i can confirm that
0: but yeah. okay all right <laughs> so it looks like he'll yeah. he'll have a role and you know he he could be on special teams we saw him play some special teams during the preseason it, I don't know how much of that he did at Georgia. Uh, probably played he on did special, play teams. special teams. Yeah, a bit. so he'll he'll be a guy on the special teams mm. too. Even if he um, doesn't play
1: special teams, though, I, I'm convinced his role is going to be play in the fourth quarter. He's going to get some snaps when all the big guys are kind of tired. Yeah. Those big bodies up front. I'm convinced they're going to they're going to throw him out there and turn loose his uh, that's possible. His speed Late rush. in the game, if yeah. you have a
2: lead, you right, know, fresh legs. That's it. A, that's a I, good I point, think beginning Bob. role for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. By it, the way, my, the most interesting part of Nolan Smith today for me is his locker. His locker <laughs> was in the, in the middle of the running backs for yeah, some bizarre reason. Right. That was Miles Sanders' old locker. You got Miles last Sanders. Year, yeah. That was LaShawn McCoy's locker back in the day. You got Miles Sanders' locker. That's a good sign for Nolan Smith. That's a that's a good locker.
0: <laughs> it has produced a lot, but for running backs, I mean, we'll see. It's kind of strange that he would be on that side of the yeah. of the room. Typically, they put all position groups together. Like yeah.
2: the back right of the room, as you walk in, is the offensive line. It goes Mylotted,
0: Dickerson, Kelsey, Jergens, Johnson. Right. That makes Typically, sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw. You know, we can talk about the locker room. We saw Jordan Davis's locker was moved. Uh, to next to Brandon Graham's and Josh Sweat, he's between those two. Uh, obviously, a lot is being expected of Jordan Davis this yeah, season, yeah. and uh, you know he's going to play the lion's share of the reps. Jalen Carter was on that row also. Yeah. I think he was next to uh, Sweat. Uh, it's going to be interesting. That's going to be for me one of the more interesting things about this game is how many reps does Jalen Carter get? I mean, do you think, Bob? Do you think he'll have a big role? You mentioned Nolan yeah. Smith. But what do you think about Jalen Carter? Eighty degrees up
1: there in New England, still going to be hot, and and I know I like to be critical. I know this, and I think you guys do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the the guy didn't play more than like thirty-one snaps in a game, his whole senior year. So I mean, junior year, his last year at Georgia. So and people say, well, yeah, it's because Georgia, the Bulldogs, are blowing everybody out. No, that was uh, you know, I don't think that it was it was because of that exactly. I think some of the conditioning had played a role in that, too. So that is going to be intriguing. I I don't think he'll play 30 in this game. What do you think? Uh, I don't see him playing
2: 30. You know, I think New England, like I think week one and week two, and it's really two games in, what, five days. Yeah, with Minnesota coming in the – You know, the Patriots are going to run the football, and you might see a lot of Jordan Davis. And then on Thursday – the Vikings are going to throw the football, and you might see more Jalen Carter. I think it's going to be
0: that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good observation. Yeah, I think that you're right. The Patriots, with Ramondre Stevens, uh, Stevenson, and uh, Ezekiel Elliott, they're going to try to run the ball, and they have two very good tight ends in Hunter Henry and uh, and uh, Mike Gesicki. That right. are, I think right. are going to challenge. And they, they just signed another guy, Faro uh, Fer- Farrow, 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 Brown. Yeah, Brown. Right,
1: yeah. and and he was with O'Brien in Houston. Yeah. So he knows what if they play a lot of twelve. He's going to know how to play, be that extra tight end, in that, and I'll bet. And I think that's what they're going to
2: do. Yeah, they they're going to run the football. Yeah, they're they, going to try to to shorten the game, drain the clock. Yeah. Maybe the Eagles make a mistake or two, and they stay in the game that way. Yeah, and Riley Reef, they lost that tack. He was supposed to play tackle, and
1: uh, but throughout, I, I guess he got hurt in the preseason game. Preseason game. game. Yeah, yeah, he's on IR, so all the more reason to try and protect your uh, quarterback with the 12 personnel and run it more. Yeah.
0: See, I think Carter could play maybe 30 to 40 snaps this week because I, Fletcher Cox, to me, I think they're going to try to reduce his workload being a veteran, kind of like they saw with, Brandon Graham. How how much more can you reduce it? Well, I mean, I think you might see more of a 40 to 45 play. Fletcher can still play, but yeah, yeah, but he's on the older side and, you know, we saw them do it with Graham to great success. Graham had the career year with 11 sacks, so, you know, I think they might do that with uh, Fletcher Cox and, and, you know, let Jalen Carter have a pretty good run in his first game. I mean, he can stop the run, uh, you know, no doubt. I mean, he's done that at Georgia, so if they are running the ball and having any kind of success and even if they're not, I think Carter's going to get a pretty good workload yeah. on, th- on Sunday. And I talked to Hassan Reddick.
2: Uh, he's going to be wearing a cast on his surgically repaired thumb, he said. So he was talking about that last week about he was still trying to figure out he was going to have to wear something to protect it but he didn't know what yet he called it a cast today so we'll see how that shakes out but he expects to play too yeah when you yeah. when you're a pass rusher you got to use your hands so that's something to keep an eye on too absolutely especially a guy like
1: him
0: he's 235 yeah. you know 240 after you know a big what? Like meal, yeah. it's Shady Maple after <laughs> the smorgasbord, yeah. He and he's a hand, you know. Obviously, pass rushers have to use their hands, so right. We'll see how effective it is, and that could lead to maybe even more reps than we think for Nolan Smith yeah. even before the fourth quarter. You know, I'm, what one of the most interesting
2: things for me is who the Eagles are going to dress on the defensive front. They're so deep. Yeah, how many can you dress? Are you dressing Derek Barnett? If you're dressing Derek Barnett, you
0: probably can't dress Patrick Johnson, who helps you on special teams. Yeah, they have seven D tackles, right? And they yeah. have six edge rushers. So, yeah. yeah, Barnett's role will be interesting if he has one. If he has one. And then, you know, your tackles, your extra guys to me are Contavious Street and, and, Moro uh, Jomo. and, and yeah Moro Jomo, Probably the rookie. Be yeah. the, I think those two guys, or, or maybe even uh, Marlon T could be an inactive player. Uh, I think Marlon's better than people think. Yeah, I, I think like Marlon. He, he's Jordan Davis's backup. Yeah. He's
2: the guy who if Jordan Davis can't play because of conditioning or he's the guy who's got to play the nose tackle or the shade technique, the other guys, they're pass rushers, they're pass rushers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be interesting. I mean, season opener the roster clearly still fluid and flux, you know, with these elevations we've talked about. Um, but, I guess we can go on record with our predictions, right? Bob's only here with us oh, yeah. as a I, I special see the, guest. I so, see the uh, Eagles
1: winning by 20 points. Wow. wow. Okay. I'm serious. Wow. I, I, think, I don't think the Patriots have enough guys to, to keep up with them.
2: Eagles are definitely more talented. I think they're going to win the game in the end. I think it's going to be very similar to last year's season opener at Detroit. I think people are going to be fired up. It's Tom yeah. Brady Day in New England. I think it's going to be a tough place to play. But ultimately, I think the Eagles win a close game because I think they have more talent, significantly more talent. Yeah,
1: you know, I forgot about Brady, so 20, I'm going to reduce it a little bit. It'll be double digits for sure, though.
0: Yeah, well, Brady on the sidelines is better than Brady on the field, right? (laughs) Although, do you guys remember the last time the Eagles went up to New England? It was eight years ago. It was 2015, and they were terrible. Uh, They had just lost three in a row. Chip and Kelly was the coach. right? Chip Kelly was the coach. They went up there uh, and and they found. I think the Patriots were ten point favorites. The owner had t-shirts made, right? Yeah. Play like your hair is on fire. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and the Eagles won, and but you know, it took some big plays. I think Darren Sproles had like an eighty-plus yard punt return, That's what, and see, Malcolm I'm... Jenkins had a ninety-nine yard interception Pick six. return. six. There was a scoop fumble return for a touchdown off a block punt, I should say, from Najee Good. So it took That's some right, fluke yeah. stuff to win that game, uh, and and but they That's did. my concern the
2: other way, guys, because yeah. if you they have nobody to cover kicks, they haven't paid attention to special teams. All of a sudden, even the holder, close game, even the holder operation. Yeah. yeah, if it's a close game and Marcus Jones is sitting there and you got to punt the football, he's better than
0: Kadarius Tony. What happened in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, it's it's a legitimate concern. Yeah. I mean, I you know, listen, the 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 you know, sometimes the team that's better on paper doesn't always win, especially early in the season. You know, it's the old cliche is like you never want to play a bad team early, right? Because they I'll don't know you. how bad they're supposed to be. And yeah. I'm not saying the Patriots oh, will be bad. But you know, uh, I,
2: Howie Roseman doing his job. By the way, they're spraying poison here at the Novi care Complex. Yeah,
0: all right. We're, Yeah, the things we go through to bring Good. this podcast. To What's everyone. that
1: commercial? If you ever, if you thought you sniffed,
0: oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, but let me give you my prediction for this game. I th- I think that I think the Eagles. We'll find a way to win. I I think they're going to put this game in the 30s. I think they're going to hit some big plays down the field. They have a rookie cornerback, Christian Gonzalez. I think they'll try to match up against him with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And I think they'll get Dallas Goddard involved. I think they're going to hit some big plays. The Patriots are going to try to drain the clock, I think, with the run game. But the Eagles are going to score some quick touchdowns, I think. And I think they're going to put this game in the 30s. We saw them open the season two years ago in Atlanta with 32 points. He opened up the season last year in Detroit with 38 points. And uh, Bob's phone's ringing. Uh, another <laughs> another important call for the Grizzled he's gonna, veteran. He's yeah. going to
2: get picked off by a car, too. Yeah, to I think that's or, Brandon
0: or, Graham calling.
2: Yeah. yeah, it could be. No, I'm just
0: kidding. Uh, but, yeah, so I just I think the Eagles will find a way to put this game into the 30s. I think they'd probably win this game somewhere like the 32 to 24 type of game. Well, I'll say this. If the Eagles get ahead early,
2: they're going to win pretty easily because New England has to play a certain way. And they gotta they gotta shorten the game, take the lead, play from the lead, and try to
0: drain that clock, as you said, Ed. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not sure their defense will be able to stop any. Matt Juden, is that his He's name? Magic. Yeah, very Matt good, one of the best, uh, best, best pass rushers best in the good game. Rusher. But I think he'll be lined up against Lane Johnson. Yeah,
2: yeah. they might flip him. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you
2: know, not, not that Jordan my um, lot is bad. I saw Jordan in the locker room today. Tremendous guy, having a ball with Bob Groat's. Um, but he's not Lane Johnson. So I, I would put you, Don, on on, on Jordan Milata's side. Yeah, he we'll had
1: 15 to a half sacks sure. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's a,
0: lot of,
2: that's a lot
1: of work. He,
0: he, he's their best defensive player, you know, hands down. Um, so, yeah, yeah you're going to have to get him blocked. But I think the Eagles will. That's their strength, the O-line. It, they better get him blocked if you want to be considered the top offensive line in football, which I think they are, even with Cam Jurgens making his first uh, NFL start, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah you didn't oh, start yeah. any game as a rookie. Yeah, we, it's
1: hard to believe we haven't even mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I have a
0: lot of confidence in Cam Jericho. I
1: think he's a good I player. Have questions,
2: yeah. I think he's a good player. I think he's a
1: center. I
2: have more <laughs> questions. I have more...
0: He is a center. Yeah. But I
2: have more questions about Kenny Gainwell...
0: Kobe Dean, Reed Blankenship, than I do about Cam Juergens. Yeah, maybe not even in that order for me. Yeah. Kobe Dean's at the top of my list, yeah. and Reed Blankenship a close second. I mean, Kenny I, Gainwell,
1: no, no concern on my part. He, it's just because they're so deep there in those
0: playoffs. They're so yeah. deep. Around. If Kenny's not doing it or fumbles early, you know, put another guy in. Uh, you know, put DeAndre Swift in or Boston, Boston Scott or Rashad Penny. I don't think they'll keep all four active, I don't think. Who do you think going to be active at running back? One's got to sit. It's got to be Boston, right? Uh, maybe. I'm no. thinking Penny. I think, Penny? Yeah. yeah, Boston's the kickoff returner. He's yeah. listed, you know. But nobody's going to
1: be returning You think, gonna return you think one of them's going to be scratched,
0: huh? Well, they typically I don't think so. they
2: didn't dress yeah. four last year. But yeah. I think Boston did everything. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so they have, have four coach. tight ends. They won't draft four tight ends. I would imagine Albert O will be. Uh, the the odd man out there until he figures out this offense. He just got here last week in a trade Um, but yeah ultimately it's going to come down to jalen hurts and making plays on offense and then getting enough you know enough stops on defense to kind of make this a comfortable game i i think it's going to be close i think it's going to be closer than many people think so yeah Uh, but brady day tom brady day yeah that's another little uh fly in the ointment there for the weekend but uh, tb12 so that, that's it here for uh, your Philadelphia Eagles Insiders podcast. Thanks to Bob Groats for joining us here. Uh, Live things guys. up. Yeah, yeah. Always a pleasure. And John McMullen, co host, and I'm Ed Kratz. And we'll, uh, we'll have you covered uh, probably from Foxborough at some point this week. You've been listening to a recording of the Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast on the Fan First Sports Network.